Attention, Pokemon players. You are listening to Triple P, the Pittsburgh Pokemon Podcast. On today's episode, Triple P helps raise money. Jake makes a cut. Chuck ditches the podcast. And we are joined by Brock Hart. How are we doing today, Brock? How are we doing? Fantastic. Good to be here. No, I'm happy to have you here. Um, this is a little bit odd for me because I don't actually have a, a normal co-host. I don't know what's <laughs> going on with Chuck as we're speaking. Um, but hope everything's kind of, okay. Yeah, I hope everything's okay. He should be. He was talking to me about an hour before the podcast, so maybe he just lost track of time um, or whatnot. Um, but we're going to do things a little bit differently since I usually have a little bit of banter with Chuck to start. Um, so we'll start with you. How has your week been? Um, and I guess tell everybody a little bit about yourself uh week's been good so far weekend was great um charity tournament was a blast you guys are in it so well mm. uh the whole event was just run well um i've uh run my own not my own but i've run charity events in the past or helped run them uh the nick bailey opened several times where we run uh raise money for um, uh, brain cancer and um your event was run great the whole thing it was a lot of fun um it's very smooth everybody was super personable and um it, it was very cool so yeah i gotta give a shout out to so the pe- the main people that were in charge of that so mm-hmm. uh nick duca hobbies awesome job behind the scenes setting up yeah super cool for, dude for setting it up for pokemon and x-wing um mm-hmm. super awesome and i do want to shout out just the communities or both communities we raised over two thousand dollars amazing um, for for the charity so i think he said that we're going to get at least three three kids through camp um just because of the ter- charity tournament so Very thank cool. you everybody involved um i also want to give a big shout out to steve the good our local steve um for being the head judge um and making sure everything runs smoothly on that spot and then also oh, yeah, chuck, great yeah uh, also chuck uh, unfortunately he's not here right now but he did a really <laughs> really good job at doing backup uh floor judge Mm-hmm. Um, and making sure that Steve had everything he needed um, mm-hmm. and made that run smoothly. So thank you, everybody involved um, in that. Um, yeah, thanks, everybody. It was great. For sure, for sure. And then I also want to give out a shout out to Sleepy Dreepy um, coming all the way from Jersey, which I think he was the furthest traveled person to come to the event. I um, did not know that. Yeah, so he's coming wow, from Jersey cool. area. Um, he came to room with me the night before we play tested our both the decks and kind of made a couple last minute changes. Um, And that was like the first time that I had somebody, you know, like a friend from online come over, Mm -hmm. hang out and like actually deck test for a tournament that the night before. Um, (laughs) It kind of paid off for both of us because we both made small changes um, to help us make cut and to make, you know, further into the cut um, where we actually both got eliminated by you, Brock. Uh, but they were they were good games, um, nonetheless. So oh, it was fine. It was a blast. Uh, the whole weekend was a oh, blast. Oh, for sure. Um, but I do need to throw Sleepy under the bus before uh, <laughs> a little bit. So we've had him on the cast before, and we all know that he was in his car during this like the heart of winter to so he didn't have to disrupt his wife where she was like doing online uh, school and his car ended up dying because he was oh, in no. the car charging, uh, charging the car during that. So um, there was a little bit uh, that was, you know, well-known like uh, that we had to give him grief for there, but this weekend he came over, <laughs> he brought his, his uh, binders with all his professor or all his, you know, trainers, Pokemon sure. text, and he left them out at my house. <laughs> he left oh, them no. at home. <laughs> so I have to send them back to him. 
Um, so good job, Sleepy, uh, for leaving all your stuff. Not only that, he left his sweater, his his um, his shower towel. Like he just left a bunch of stuff. He's just like Sleepy was here. <laughs> He's very comfortable with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cool. He he made himself at home. What she should have. Sure. Uh, it was it was absolutely. A blast. It was a blast. Um, so okay, we kind of talked a little bit about you, but I'm. You, mm-hmm. So you're a world's competitor as a player. You're. Uh, a, I did one one time. I made it. Hey, that's mm-hmm. big. You're also a world's judge, which is also awesome. I um, volunteered one year. Um, yeah. Well, I guess two years, um, but I was judging the juniors up in Boston. Um, nice. In, uh, was that 2015? That sounds right. Nice. Uh, not a lot of people can say they played in worlds and judged worlds, so it doesn't matter mm. how you got there or, or anything like that. Sure. So. Um, you got to give you some props for that. Um, so you're, you're yeah, awesome. Judging and playing yeah. both amazing. So much fun. Both communities are very, very cool. Uh, uh, just loving, accepting, and um, just fun. They're funny. They're, I mean, right. Pokemon community in general is just awesome. But uh, the, the competitive scene and the, the judging scene, both sides are just very cool. Right. We got a lot of friends. For sure. So I do want to talk a little bit about both um, and, and kind of strategies on both sides of the coin. Um, sure. A little bit later, um, but we do have our, you know, our standard uh, questions and fun mm-hmm. shenanigans to start every episode. Um, and actually, I changed up one of the standard four questions, um, and I removed one. So we're going to still keep it at four, um, and we'll see. We'll save the new one for last. But let's start this um, this questionnaire off by what is your favorite Pokemon? My favorite Pokemon. That's easy. Uh, been- playing the game uh, casually since you know base set mm-hmm. uh so my favorite pokemon gen one um no shame charizard nothing wrong with that i mean no. zard is king close second halucha nice no i haven't heard any haluchas mm. out there love halucha yeah i mean i i i watched a few of the anime uh episodes with halucha in there uh, but was I've there seen a few of those was there like a card of Halucha that made you fall in love with him? Um, uh, yeah, it was um, probably the Furious Fists Halucha, the one with the free retreat cost and um, 60 damage if it was an EX. It was usually paired with um, Landorus uh, EX or uh, Donphan for a time two. Donphan uh, from Boundaries Crossed, I believe, the spinning turn one. Uh, it's just a great card. I read a lot of fighting decks at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I played the video game too, and uh, did what eventually managed to catch a shiny Halucha, which just the color scheme is just so good that black and that green and that red. Yeah, so it's just a just good Pokemon all around. I just like it. Nice. Not good no, in the video game, but uh, it was good in a card game for um, about two years. No, that's that's awesome. Um, okay, let's jump. Let's jump into the next one. Sure. Um, what is your favorite Pokemon card? And now this could be um it it does not have to be standard legal currently Uh Um, it could be a card you know that's the sense rotated it doesn't even have to be like a a viable like sure pokemon card i've never been asked that for of all the years i've been playing and collecting i've never been asked what my favorite card is yeah that's like a huge question i think that's a huge question that's a good question yeah um favorite pokemon card um hmm Again, no shame. I'm going to go with base set Charizard. I've got uh, myself a shadowless one uh, and I love it. And it's, it is my favorite card. Um, 
yeah, based at Shadowless Charizard. That's that's my baby. That is awesome. No, I I wish I had one. Pulled it from a pack. Back in did you really? Oh heck yeah! Heck yeah! That's this this has not left my hands. (laughs) Right. No, I don't blame you. So I haven't really been in the competitive or the scene for very long. Um, Mm -hmm. Basically, got into the game since um, just right before pandemic. And yeah. uh, I did, I did get to pull myself a rainbow chunky chew. That's probably my, like my big pull. And then I that, got it graded and got one. a PSA 10 out of it. So I, Ooh. even though it's not as hype of a card, I still kind mm. of, um, you that's know, feel cool. that attachment to that, like that, that first big card you pull. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I've, I've got, uh, I've got a lot of cards out for PSA. It's a long time to get those back. Right, right. <laughs> exactly oh and that actually that has to remind me i'm sorry i'm going mm. on a tangent here <laughs> but this, this week um mm-hmm. i mean i guess a little bit of spoils we haven't said it on the pod- podcast yet but chuck is moving out of the pittsburgh area so the whole community pitched in to get him a, a i think it was a psa 10 uh marnie and he was kind of going through everything and then oh, so cool. steve steve was the one that said oh and by the way that's your card and he like he just was the emotion <laughs> there it was it was crazy it was fun uh, it was a great awesome. moment for the community. Um, Very cool. So, <laughs> so, yeah. All right. But that was my little tangent. But let's go on to the next. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you think, in your opinion, again, it does not have to be standard legal right now, but the worst card that has ever been printed, in your opinion? Now, i not saying, like, unplayable cards. I'm saying broken mm-hmm. card that was not good for the meta. A double colorless energy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've had a lot of people say that was their favorite card. So, is there any specific reason? Too good. Uh, the card was just busted. Um, I don't think people realize how busted it actually was. Uh, that didn't get to play in the formats, but you had like um, Night March and Mewtwo EX. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had a Seismitoad EX. It was just like all these cards abused that card so much, and just uh, it really um, um, Define the format. I mean, N was a big card too, but I think that was a balanced card. Right. Uh, double color synergy. It was a format defining card, and it just lasted and got reprinted. And finally, Sun and Moon era um, ended it, or after Sun and Moon era. Right. Uh, Sword and Shield. Cross your fingers. Uh, <laughs> hasn't printed it again. Well, um, and it's been good. I do have to ask you, since that is your your answer, double colorless. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about the new double? Uh, colorless mm-hmm. i forget at the moment what it's called right now but the one that does double turbo damage, double turbo, double turbo. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. how do you feel about that with the minus 20 i think it's a much more balanced card um i think if we had that in format um you know eight years ago nine years ago uh it would have been a different game i i think it's a better card overall just balanced um as far as um what I would have liked to have seen is the card uh, maybe be nerfed only for the, the Vs and GXs and keep the, the double colors effect for maybe nine because mm-hmm. nerfing the single prizers kind of hurts a little bit. But overall, I, I like it. I think it's a good card. Yeah, I, I think it does open up a lot of things. And right now, we, we would see the difference because currently mm. right now... Um, you know, Arceus is really oh, yeah. rampant and he, he would be taking uh, Oko's um, pretty easy if it wasn't minus that. So at least you oh have to, goodness, you know, yes. at least you have to do so, a <laughs> yeah. little bit of extra work to get that going for uh, sure to take out a knockout uh, with and, like a zigzagoon pink and a, a uh, belt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so there's a card combination there that you need uh, to make yeah. it work. Um, conversely, in fact, conversely, um, 
if we didn't have DT in format, Arceus V-Star probably would be a slightly above average card instead of just a, a, def, a right. defining card. You may you, you might use him for his ability more than yeah, exactly. his attack. Because uh, right. I think the ability is still oh like God. super solid, uh, yeah. but the attack wouldn't more be... than super solid. It's 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 god tier. Right. Yeah, it's god tier. It, it is mm -hmm. it is what computer search times two without discard. Um, no drawback other than <laughs> you used your V star. Oh no! Okay. Yeah. Oh no! You, you lost it, and it's a two prizer. But oh no! Yeah. You, you've been playing Crobat, Dedenne, uh, mm -hmm. Luminian, uh, yeah. Eldegoss, all those two prizers with no oh, big for people, sure. So. It's it's like uh, back in the. Uh, 2015 when uh, shaman ex came out um the the less talented players were uh no no way we're not running that card that's a two prize liability 110 hit points no thank you right um another god tier card right exactly <laughs> yeah. well at least it's a one time per game use and not an unlimited <laughs> true true we were just talking about how broken that card was and it probably should have had a the dead a or a, a crobat function where you could only use it once per turn but um, right Right. Well, yeah, I think they learned from their mistakes uh, going definitely. going forward. Definitely. All right. So let's move into the new question. The 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 one that I have you know added mm -hmm. probably from here on out. Um, what is your favorite Pokemon TCG memory? Favorite memory? That's easy. Uh, favorite Pokemon TCG memory is um, uh, the year um, two thousand eighteen uh, when my son Wesley and I both qualified to compete in the world championships in the same age division um, we were both masters and um uh when we both qualified for that event uh, it was just it was so awesome um i actually qualified first so i, I beat him to the punch but nice. a few weeks later um he got his final points up in um buffalo new york at a cup and uh both qualified to compete that year so um I believe I can say this with authority. I, I can't think of any other combo. Um, the only um, parent-child combination that made worlds uh, the same year in the same division. I don't, I, prove me wrong. <laughs> I, I can't. Um, maybe somebody in chat can or, or, or on Spotify. So um, do we know of anybody else that had a father-son combination mm -hmm. uh, in the same year? in the same age division that is crazy so not only did you have that feat you're also you've also yeah. played as a, a, a player and a judge um there's a lot of uniqueness going on with mm -hmm. you in your pokemon career compared to a uh -huh. lot of people one more one more uh, okay okay another humble brag okay, um, i believe i am the last person to have ever won a battle roads it was the last day um, uh, that they were allowed to run battle roads it was on a martin luther king day and i think that um uh it was Canton, Ohio, and it was the um, only event that day because it was the last day and it was on a Monday. It was a strange day to have it, but AJ mm. Schumacher, being the awesome TO that he is, squeezed us in there, and um, I, I'm the last person to win a battle roads. Again? <laughs> wow. Pulling out the weird that, stuff. You're good. Yeah, you're just pulling out the good stuff. All right. That is awesome. Um, I don't know even how to follow up with that. That's just, uh, that's crazy. Uh, that's awesome. It's time for trivia, trivia. Cool. So let's let's jump in to our <laughs> trivia. Now, unfortunately, Chuck isn't here, so we're not going to have um, random card madness because he has the number generator. I don't know how to do that, and I'm not going to learn on the fly while we're doing sure. a live podcast. Um, so we have got one trivia question for the day. Um, so, Brock, I don't know if you've <laughs> listened before, but I play this game where you name that Pokemon this ability or attack belongs to. 
Um, okay. I always stick with standard uh, legal cards, so I don't want to, um, you know, go too far back in, in the future, okay. depending on the guest. So um, name okay that. <laughs> uh, no, that's cool. So name that Pokemon this attack belongs to. Um, and again, it's a it's a standard legal card, mm-hmm. Merciless Strike. Um, is that Urshifu Single Strike? No, it is a single prize. Uh, it's a single prizer. Merciless Strike. So familiar. It is. It is. I don't know. It is Galarian Obstagoon. Galarian it's the new oh, is that one, the one from, from Sword from, and Shield? It's one from Fusion Strike. Oh, uh, so it is okay. Mer- mm-hmm. for one uh, fighting energy. It does 60 plus uh, mm-hmm. damage. If their opponent's active Pokemon already has damage counters Good on one. it, uh, this attack does 90 more damage. So I know Good one. it was a fun deck to play. when, uh, when I didn't play it. I never oh, built that one. Everybody was I, on I looked the at the card train. a few times. Yeah. Everybody was on the Mew train. And if sure. you were able to you know, do two pings, this just Oko's him for one one. Uh, um energy plus i mean you did need rare yeah. candies in the deck to make it kind of work so it was not ever going to be uh god tier or anything like that oh, but yeah. it was a fun I, little b tier deck to play i'm definitely aware of the card yeah and i love b tier decks i love c tier decks <laughs> right right i'm usually into those meta uh decks but this one i mm-hmm. i de- definitely has a soft spot in my heart so uh oh, i, I finally brought this one up. right <laughs> i definitely sure. both ways Right. Awesome. Well, cool. Well, now that our trivia is done for the day and we don't have random card madness, um, we're just going to jump right into Turtig Pox the Meta. Ladies and gentlemen, trainers and Pokemon alike, you're listening to Turtwig Talks the Meta. This is your host, Ryan, otherwise known as ry for gaming I am joined by none other than the best starter of all time, Turtwig. This week, we have 14 tournaments, 1,302 unique deck plays, and 3,588 matches to cover this week. So without further ado, let's hop right into those top 8s. Starting off, we have Arceus Duraludon with 9 top 8 finishes, Jilteon having 11 top 8 finishes, Malamar the Rapid Strike Little Feller having 16 top 8 finishes, Mew Genesect having 18 top 8 finishes, and you guessed it, there is someone above Mew this week. Those are Arceus decks having 20 top 8 finishes this week. Those are primarily Arceus Inteleon, so great job Arceus Inteleon. Did awesome this week. So, that's it for the top 8s this week. Now, let's look at those boring meta numbers. All these decks had over a 50% win rate this week. Those being Arceus Inteleon, Jolteon Inteleon, and Arceus Duraludon. That's right, no Mew. Notable changes to Mew Genesect, Rapid Strike Malamar, Dark Arceus, other decks, and Arceus Duraludon. Notable changes to Mew Genesect are a decrease in play percentage by about 8%. Oh my, that's a lot. (laughs) It went down from 21% down to 13% this week. That's a lot of win. It's a lot of play percentage, and with it went the win percentage, dropping by about three percent, putting it just under 50% win percentage this week. So Mugenesec took a heavy hit for being one of the best decks in format. Now Rapid Strike Malamar's changes are it went up about four and a half percent, 
and the win percentage went up with it by about four and a half percent so all the decks that were beating Ma rapid strike malamar kind of just went away and it just started decided to start doing well so congrats rapid strike malamar the good players played it now the notable changes to dark arceus are an increase in play percentage by three and a half percent but a decrease in win percentage by about six percent that goes to show that popularity isn't all that it cut isn't all that it's cut out to be next other decks had an increase in win percentage by about five percent i don't know why but they did it's cool congrats Arceus Duraludon had an increase in win percentage by about 8%. So Arceus Duraludon was having a great week this week while everybody was prepping for Liverpool. So great job, Arceus Duraludon. I would like to give some appreciation to our local group at Heroes Inc. Comics by shouting out the winner of our Thursday Locals. This week, we didn't have a winner. Uh, again, because I told them that they wouldn't get a shout out if they tied. And that's exactly what they did. So no shoutouts for you guys. And now let's just hop into the wins of the week. Because that's stuff that people actually care about. Starting off, we have all these decks had a single win. Those being Arceus Charizard, Umbreon, Victini, and Whimsicott. And the rest of the decks had two wins. Those being Arceus, Arceus Duraludon, Jolteon, Rapid Strike Malamar, and Mew Genesect. Now, Turtwig worked hard on getting all this data ready just for you, so if you could let us know on Twitter at RY4Gaming your thoughts on this week's report. That does it for this week's Turtwig Talks the Meta. I hope you all enjoyed and had a wonderful time. Until next time, be safe and take care, Pokemon trainers. And back to the cast. All right, thank you, Ryan, for another awesome Turtwig Talks the Meta. Um, Every week you get better and better um, at that. Um, bringing the facts, love it. Uh, it helps out the community a ton. I know it helps myself out a ton, so keep up the great work. Um, but with that, let's go ahead and jump in to the news. Um, we have, a, there's there was a few cards, um, you know, announced this week. Um, I really wanna just kind of keep it um, to the Lilligant article. So we have a lot of grass love in this article. Um, mm -hmm. And, and uh, so we'll start at the top. Um, I wasn't for sure going to talk about this, but you brought up a good point before the podcast started, um, and that's Cricketune. So mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to talk about the, the cricket, cricket knot or however you say that. We're just going to jump into Cricketune. Yeah, cricket he's unimpressive. Now. He's unimpressive. He's there to be evolved. Mm -hmm. uh, so you got Cricketune. It's a stage one Pokemon, 90 HP. So it is level ball searchable. Mm -hmm. um which it will be is, important for the next five months right uh that's oh man it's already going away that fast that's crazy i know um mm -hmm. but uh it is weak to fire and it has a resistance of none it has an ability and an attack um so ability overflow melody um the hp of of each grass pokemon including any cricketune excluding uh, yeah excluding i'm sorry mm -hmm. excluding uh the cricketunes is increased by 40. Um, yeah that's a big deal you can't apply more uh, than one of these uh, overflowing melodies, though, so that mm -hmm. does that does matter too. But um, <laughs> so, gotta gotta love that. Um, it's reminiscent of the the Obama Snow from um, the Single Strike Obama Snow that was printed recently. It it, it had some play, um, but this one I think we'll see more play. Right. Um, again, so with grass decks, seemingly going to see more love. 
um, this this HP buff can be huge. Like we were talking about what Delmise right now. Mm -hmm. um, you're without any other defensive buffs. I mean, he can get up close to 400 HP, right? At 400, yeah. He's got 330 hit points, right? Yeah. So you add this 40, we're up to 370, put a big charm on it, we're at 400. Yeah, that's crazy. So even so, with weakness, you have to hit it for 200 damage. And that's that's a big deal, especially right. with, with how tanky it is and how much healing capability you might be able to in inject into it. Right. And that just makes him so tanky, um, mm -hmm. just being able to maybe even take like potentially three shots. And then to, even if he's that tanky, you can maybe even throw a Zarud. Maybe Zarud sees play at that point because then you're mm -hmm. healing him again, trying to take you know even more damage from him um so the math fixer can be pretty relevant um in this deck uh for sure uh so keep an if eye nothing out else is something to consider right right i mean you you consider him um mm -hmm. for any grass decks um but let's go ahead and go into the suing lilligant v star okay um yep um Partial spin, it does 130 damage. Uh, mm -hmm. You may return any energy cards attached to this Pokemon um, to your hands. If you do, this attack does 100 more damage. So a potential for 130 damage before any offensive buffs. How do you feel about the attack? I think the attack is really good. Uh, 230 damage is um, that number that you're kind of trying to aim for mm -hmm. uh, with a basic attack. And um, this one, uh, all you have to do is return one energy to your hand. That's not that big of a drawback, especially when we're looking at um, the card that we'll be taking a look at in a few right. seconds here. Right. Um, it, it, it's really good. I think the attack is really good on its own, but the ability um, looks really good too, especially right. if you're running a pure grass deck. That, that ability is ridiculously good. You get one good turn where you pull up um, uh two three four grass pokemon uh two or three grass energy into your hand you got that um uh, gardenia's vitality coming mm. up uh, that could be yeah. a game for sure and another thing before we even get into gardenia's um seeing a lot of dark out there right now um even you know going forward there's going to be even mm -hmm. more dark love <clears throat> grass is poised in a really good position to be hitting these meta decks um, yeah. So Lilligant um, originally wasn't too impressive because uh, I think this Lilligant was um, announced before our mm. Gardenas, but this this card's going to probably see a lot of play. Um, yeah, especially and, if Darkrai, which it probably mm -hmm. will, Darkrai is going to um, you know set the meta on fire. It's it's the, the card looks very busted. Right. Yeah, I, I'm excited to actually play it. When I mm -hmm. originally, like I said, wasn't very. Um, very uh, ex excited, uh, but let's jump into the next. And I guess we're just gonna. No, we we don't really need to talk about Garchomp. Um, kind of a vanilla attacker. Um, he has two attacks. Um, his big one, Max Charge, two forty. This uh, Pokemon can't use Max Charge. Um, his next turn for two fighting and a colorless. Mm, yeah, Nothing too crazy. Looks very run of the mill. Nothing terribly special. I don't see that one seeing much play yeah 330 hp um is better than some of the other ones but still mm -hmm. um relevant typing at least right now but right. um will it still remain relevant probably not i think you're gonna see the meta bus wide open here in three months right yeah I, i'm excited for that but let's let's mm -hmm. go ahead and jump past uh back up um sure. i think it's this is the card i think that most people are excited for um and that's um that's gardena's um mm -hmm. vitality uh, supporter card 
And I re- I misread this the first time and I thought it wasn't good, but after mm. reading it, uh-huh. uh, yeah. very good. It says draw yeah. two cards, then yeah. attach up to two grass energies uh, or sure. grass energy cards from your that hand makes a big difference. to one of your bench Pokemon. Um, I read it as draw mm-hmm. two cards and then attach two. And I thought it was two from those cards you were drawing, but not from mm-hmm. your hand, but from yeah. your hand. So grass is super relevant now uh, with, with yeah. basically welder. Um, it's 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 a arguably a little, a little better than welder right sure you draw one less card but um uh if you only have one grass in your hand you play uh guardian's vitality if you draw into a second grass energy right. from those two cards you can attach it right welder you couldn't do that exactly so yeah that, that, this just opens up grass um for a, mm-hmm. a lot of cool combinations that are some are obvious some we don't even know yet um sure. so and, and it does say already yeah. <laughs> um, and it does say from your hand to one of your bench Pokemon. It doesn't need to be grass. So colorless will still mm-hmm. see the love. Um, so dragons, Arcus, dragons mm-hmm. um, are, are going to see some some love on this, too. So yeah. um, lots of potential. Um, yeah, for, I think this card is going to be a tier. Oh, yeah. It's uh, all, the way through, for sure. all the way through its life uh, span yeah. from the start to the finish. It is um, a solid card. Right, exactly. Uh, I, I know a lot of people in at Orbital in chat there. There are a lot of people um, very hyped for this card. So, I, I mean, I think I am as mm-hmm. well. Um, one other card we'll, we'll talk about here mm-hmm. um, is Supporter uh, Grant. During this turn, your fighting Pokemon um, attacks do 30 more damage to your opponent's active Pokemon before applying weakness or resistance. So at first glance, it's Leon. Yeah. Yeah, but it, we've ha- we've had this iteration before. Exactly, but there mm-hmm. is a little bit more of a nuance during this. Now turn. it gets interesting. Yep. During this turn, if you discard uh, two cards from your hand, excluding the grant, you may mm-hmm. take um, this grant card from your discard pile, reveal it, and put it back into your hand. Mm-hmm. So you can infinite loop this for extra damage if need be. Um, mm-hmm. So pretty solid. That's interesting. Right. Access to you know thirty extra damage at any point in the game. Mm-hmm that that's that's very interesting right it'll see play yeah I, and i 100 it'll see play do you, okay i didn't even actually think think of this until i just read this now the mm-hmm. second part saying during this turn if you discard uh two cards you mm-hmm. you can just discard two cards like a quick ball um mm-hmm. and get your pokemon and if he's in the discard you're just pulling him out without actually yeah. having to play a supporter um, yep. So it's almost like having him in the discard and using a VS Seeker for when you oh, need yeah. him. So that's it's, infinitely it's better. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a one of in any deck that runs uh, fighting Pokemon. Right. Uh, to any, you know, maybe not a Zapdos, but like the deck I ran this past weekend, I would have ran that card. Right. I had access to it. Right. Exactly. Sure. It, it's, it's a, that's a wild card. Yeah. I, I didn't even kind of put that two and two together until we were reading this. Um, yep. That's crazy. And then what we have the, what was the, the Dite? Diancy shiny or sparkling or what was that the Pokemon that Prism also? Star? Yeah, yeah. Well, not not the Prism mm-hmm. Star. Isn't there okay. one that's it was a Halucha shiny? That's it, oh, the one that's coming out. Yeah, 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 yeah. The one yeah, that's yeah. coming out. Mm-hmm. So that's another damage buff. Yeah. Um, not necessarily to fighting, but again, um, uh, it's, I think it's all, just to all V maxes. Yeah, right? to all the V maxes. I think so. Yeah. Again, there there yeah. is a lot of awesome. Uh, I'm excited for where the direction's headed. Oh, geez, you're going to be taking out these the V maxes like they're nothing with this card with the with the Halucha and uh, just putting the Delta Vitality yeah. on there. Oh my gosh, this almost crazy. seems like they're phasing out the V uh, huh. maxes, trying to push the V stars. Right, right. 
I think you might be right. <laughs> so exciting times. Uh, Back to a two prize format. Uh, I like the two prize two prize format because the game oh, for sure. Even even just with Arceus out there, I know Mew is still running rampant. Mm -hmm. um, the game seems to be lasting a little bit longer, and there are more mm -hmm. game decisions, and that's always the fun thing, right? Uh, when yep. you have to make more decisions, the games are more absolutely. Interesting. Yeah, you never want a format where you know games aren't ending until like 30, 35 minutes, but you know, the sweet spot right. around 20, 25 minutes. Um, if you can get games in, uh, no more, no less right there. That's perfect. And I, I feel like that's where we're headed again, uh, which I, I think is a good thing. Right. Exactly. So no, I'm, I'm excited um, for the way the direction of the game is going. Uh, mm -hmm. Not to say I don't like the, where the game is right now, because it oh, is for pretty sure. fun. <laughs> I have never not enjoyed a format. Sure. Yeah, I'm in the same boat as you. So <laughs> Cool. So I think that's going to do it for the news um, this week. I know there are other cards, but I definitely want to get into the interview portion, talk mm. about the CJC tournament. Um, I think that's where I want to start it off. Um, sure. Let's talk a little bit about it. Um, we kind of actually both met in the finals, but we didn't play yeah. until then at that point. No, I think you played, we had, my, you played my mate the first round. So right, I was definitely that aware was, that what you're doing. But, yeah, uh, that, that was definitely one yeah. of the harder rounds where I actually made a, a horrible misplay in the in the first game. Oh, um, and I, I actually took an extra prize card because I took out one of his Arceus and then I took out a single prizer and I mm -hmm. just took two because I was just seeing so many two prizers and I'm like, ah. <laughs> so I instantly conceded because I'm like, I messed this up. There's no, sure. I don't want to even waste time. Uh, we've definitely uh, so been there I've, before. I've conceded it and, and I played clean the next two games to, to oh, okay. do that. But uh, he was definitely one of my harder matches because yeah james is a solid is player awesome. yeah yeah one of our better players in the area i know he didn't end up having that great of a day um but i don't think it was anything to do with the skill because from what i seen he was just a super solid player and he's uh, a very uh, solid player exactly but let's let's talk a little bit about your run how how did, okay. you, how did it go um a little bit less first and foremost tell everybody kind of the general deck you were playing well um how do you describe it it's a arceus engine um and I'd call it maybe an Arceus Counterbox deck. I think that's the best way to describe it. Um, yeah. So uh, Arceus Engine is um, three, three, two split. Um, I decided to go three because two just feels a little shaky. Mm -hmm. And starting with Arceus, or at least give, having the option to start with Arceus, um, just feels good. Um, and then the rest of the list was just um, support Pokemon and Pokemon used to counter certain decks that I anticipated seeing, uh, which was mostly, you know, fighting Pokemon and uh, dark Pokemon, basically, you know, Mew and Arceus. It's right. Obviously, we're going to see it. Um, and I did. I saw lots of both. Um, not as much Mew as I thought I'd see, uh, but um, I, I did play against a Mew. Um, and the deck's just uh, designed to um, give me plenty of options. And, right. Um, that's exactly what it did. It felt good the whole day. Um, I played a variety of decks, but I did play a lot of Arceus, and right. uh, it, it does well against Arceus. It sure does. Um, my whole run, uh, I mean, I during the five-round Swiss, I went uh, 3-0-2. Um, mm -hmm. it, it never really, you know, it, it's a solid deck going through, and then going into oh, yeah. cut, I played against uh, a Mew, and then I played against Ryan and his Don fan list, which, oh my mm -hmm. gosh, that deck... Uh, if, uh -huh. if people haven't seen it, it is being slept on. It is a dirty deck that just beats the two decks that you were already talking about. Um, it was challenging as, for me. <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah. And you have spread, so that, that definitely probably helped you in your matchup. 
It uh, did, and I was able to um, target down his uh, fan bees. Um, I have a lot of uh, ways to target down um, bench Pokemon right. uh, through Lumineon and uh, high boss count order. So it was a shaky match. Right. Yeah. I mean, my match against him. Well, we played in we played in Swiss, and we mm -hmm. ended up tying. We went one one mm -hmm. against each other. Then we played in the semis, um, and I was super nervous because I knew that uh, <laughs> going back a little bit. Um, the original deck list, I forget who was the creator, didn't mm -hmm. have any tool scrappers or anything like that. They had like uh, um, the belts okay. to, to take the Okos on the Arceuses. So I, I'm not a fan of having that extra Pokemon and Dunsparce on the bench because of Snipe deck. So I was like, there has to be another sure. deck. So I threw in the the um, uh, the Tool Jammer. I'm like, okay, he can't mm -hmm. Oko me. So we're good to go. Uh, and I throw it down. I take out a Fampy. I boss up a Fampy. He has another one. Um, and then sure and behold, he, he made one deck chen change that, that morning. And it was a tool scrapper. Tool scrapper. <laughs> he, Such he a good tech. I'm like, I mean, oh, he, he took out his 61st card and uh -huh. he threw it into the deck because that's usually the 61st card. And it made yeah. huge dividends in that match. Um, but ended up playing him and beating him in the semis to play against you. Um, and I kind of was eyeing up your deck the whole day. And I just, I didn't think I had really, I didn't have any losses going into that, like actual true losses. Sure. Um, but I just seeing your deck, I just like, I, I don't know what to do against this because yeah, you, you and I were positioned spread. the same. Right. I, I went into a cut as a 302 as well. And um, I, uh, I was actually really happy you beat the Mew deck in uh, the right. quarterfinals. And uh, right. once I heard that, once I heard you, you beat Mew, I was like, yes. Oh pretty good at that point it was a shaky one because game one uh it's always went, shaky yeah i went first uh i basically got an arceus out attached pass mm -hmm. i had pretty good cards in my hand um uh, he took 10 minutes to do all the setup mm -hmm. he needs to do as what does. he does and then mellow mm -hmm. at a donk boom game game one over before i ever got to do that yeah and uh, clawed my way back game three was close so game two i threw the path out on my first turn and it it stuck him um, okay. So that happens to me sometimes, but then yeah, mm. game three was close, but I was, I was happy to pull that out. Uh, yeah. So two huge matchups to get to you. And then it's just like, <laughs> you pull out those, uh, <laughs> the Urshifu's and, and I know yeah. you played Sleepy Dreepy in the round before uh -huh. and I'm like, does he play any of the, uh, of the, um, Rapid Strike Energy. He's like, no, dude. He he just plays you know, basic <laughs> he energy, see it, and, and he didn't there. see it. And I'm like, cool. So I'm like, okay. And I see your game state, and and, mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay. He's gonna have to attach. So it's gonna be at least one extra turn, and then you just pull it out there, and then wreck my day. And I, I look at him. I'm like, you kidding me, man? You're supposed to be my scout here. Come on. Uh, yeah. No, but yeah, the Mew player. Mew uh, yeah. was my only legitimate tie in Swiss. Uh, and um, had I had like two more minutes, I feel like I would have won that match, but that was a shaky match for me too. Right. That's, and Mew's tough. Right. And Rick, uh, one of our locals, he's a super okay, solid I know, player. I've known Rick for yeah, yeah. years. He's, Rick was one of the few people that uh, I, I did know from the past. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he, he's awesome. He's super, he's oh, yeah. I love super knowledgeable. Uh, we always have good games. It's always back yeah. and forth. <laughs> for sure. Solid player. Yeah, for sure. All right. So you, you, you made a great meta call with, you know, having options. Um, yeah. But as far as like your trainer count, like did did you feel sure. that it was it was good? Um, I love my list. Um, mm -hmm. My only um, my only shaky card uh, was Collapse Stadium. I only think I used that effectively once, um, which was against um, the Don Fan deck. Right. Uh, but other than that, it just felt like a dead card to me. Um, 
it was mostly in there because uh, I needed something else to counter uh, Path of the Peak because my deck right. kind of has some susceptibility to Path. Right. Um, it, it can get around it. It's not like super susceptible, but um, I do want three stadiums and I felt two training courts was enough. I didn't need a third one. Right. But in retrospect, I wish I would have played that. Um, I think it's called a shopping center. Yes. Yes. So you can switch tool tools. To yep. Yes. I've been thinking I think that would have been more like beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. Other sure. than that, I love I love the list. There's not a single card on there that I would change. Um, I, I like my uh, supporter line, which was uh, four research, three boss, a Pierce, so good. Actually, really good in this. Oh, in this so game. good! It's ridiculously good. Um, I, there's a there's an argument for two Pierce, right? Uh, but I think one's enough. Uh, Ryan, Clara, and one Adventures Discovery, which was. I think the MVP of my deck, Adventures Discovery, mm -hmm. came through hard for me. And uh, when you're running that Luminion, you have access to it almost every game, assuming you know one of those pieces are prized. Right. Just so good. Right, right. You pulled that out, I think, game mm -hmm. one, and I was like, oh, yeah. well, uh, I'm in a lot of trouble. So. It just sets your board up so well. And once right. you get that first Arceus attack off and you just start putting energy on two or three different Pokemon, mm -hmm. I felt so good. You know, right. just like once my board's set, uh, if, if I get that setup board on turn two, maybe even turn three, if, if my board takes a little longer, I, I just feel good. I feel like I'm in control the rest of the game. Yeah, that's, sure. that's what Adventures Discovery does for me. I, I think that, that was a great card, great decision to put in there. I agree. No, no, that was I, I, the deck construction was awesome. And I, I kind of want to get into that because, um, you know, going into tournaments like ours, I, not like we we're a huge, uh, it was a huge tournament, but it was a regional it's style sizable. where we, yeah, we, yeah we, we did it where it was five rounds plus top eight. So it was oh, definitely yeah. like a regional level kind of a play. It, it was um, a nice size for a relatively local tournament. That's a right. good turnout. I, right. I, I thought it was nice. But but going into a tournament like that, you, you mm -hmm. expect to see those meta decks. Like my deck, it, it, yeah. you know, aside from one or two cards, um, very, you know, run of the mill, uh, sure. Arceus and Teleon, you see, you know, you, you, you'll see the Mew and whatnot, but you don't see a lot of, you know, what you had. I mean, not a lot of two prizer uh, variants with, with Arceus, with like the Luminion's Crobats, but the biggest one is like, Mm -hmm. You're ahead of the curve again uh, with the Urshifu uh, Rapid yeah. Strike. So, right. So, was, was a, that more of a group effort? Or was it just you? How, how it's did just you, me. <laughs> just you? Yeah. There you go. Uh, so, um, the last tournament I played in uh, prior to this past weekend was, I think I was talking to you beforehand about the um, end of December. There's a tournament in Erie. Uh, I think it was like a New Year celebration tournament. It was the end of December, and mm. I played a uh, Rapid Strike um, Moltres um, back then with Intellion. and um, I just like the deck. I, I like the concept of uh, the Rapid Striker Shifu. I've always been akin to um, uh, spread decks, kind of manipulating your damage and uh, setting up chaos for later. So I just I've always liked uh, the Rapid Striker Shifu to begin with. So um, uh, that tournament, um, I did really well. I won it. Um, so I hadn't got a chance to play it again since then. And I had right. the itch. So uh, my son, Wesley, um, who also is a very competitive player, but he's off to college right now, uh, wasn't able to make it this weekend. Um, he's been playing a deck that I built for him, um, kind of a counterbox deck too. But um, it was very counterboxy where we had like a, a one metal energy in one of the Zamazentas. We had a Hoopa V in there as well. Um, so it just had a lot of different answers to a lot of different things. And I was thinking, you know, if I take some of the counter stuff out uh, and put more rapid strike in, um, I might have something here. So right. I took out the 
uh, Zamazenta and the Hoopa, and I think he had um, like an Aldegas in there, which I just was like, nah, I don't know if I want that. And then mm -hmm. a Pumpkaboo in there because his deck was really susceptible to path. And I put a two-two line in, and um, it fit, it worked, and I I don't I don't have any regrets. It worked really well. Oh, for sure. No, no, you you wrecked me. I know <laughs> you wrecked Sleepy. Um, I was I was in a good was, position that day. I, oh, I felt sure. my, good with my deck choice, and um, no, I was pretty confident in all my games. I'm not gonna lie. Whenever I I got out of that Mew matchup, and then uh, you you were mm -hmm. like, "Who won that matchup?" You're like, "You beat Mew." I saw uh -huh. that, that relief in your face. Uh -huh. You're like, "Yeah, Mew's gone." <laughs> yeah, so, as much as I love Rick, I was, right. I was happy to see Mew gone. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. So I knew at that moment that you won the tournament before it even actually happened. <laughs> I, I felt good at that point. Although I think it was my next match, um, top four. I played uh, the Delmi's deck. Yeah, and I got curb stomped on game one um and i i i felt threatened right right <laughs> i was scared um uh going into game two i'm thinking well i guess top four is not so bad i'll take it right um but once i settled back and uh realized what i needed to do is just you know keep him on his toes and um i had a game plan for game two and three and just executed that and it was fine i was back on top again but man that game right. one was rough that dummy deck is something else it is i know Sleepy and I put some work into it with uh, with some of our uh, you know others uh, mm -hmm. part of our testing group and and that Dalmai's being able just to usually like threaten those um, those sobbles oh, early sure. and then the drizzles like he doesn't even care about the main attacker if he can just like put pressure there uh, yeah. your deck doesn't really have that necessarily that weakness of having those easy bench sitters for for that Dalmai's attack. Um, no, other than uh, I only read one single prizer. Right, and that's that Galarian Moltres at the very mm -hmm. end where. Yeah, at that point you don't care. You either win or lose with that card, anyway. So sure, um, but no, that that deck is scary. I think it's in a good spot before it rotates to actually have yeah, a little bit of love. It's going to see some um, attention. I, I, I'm excited to see where it goes for sure. Um, so yeah, going into our final match, I just got mm -hmm. um, yeah, you curb stopped me game one. Um, mm -hmm. Going into game two, I had a little bit of an idea of what I needed to do, um, mm -hmm. and it actually ha was set in a pretty good position. Um, yeah. All I needed is a zigzagoon, and I, I have my level ball, and I go yeah. in there, and he's he's prized. <laughs> and uh -huh. so it was... You took a little long on that search, and I was like, okay, I'm starting to yep. feel a little relief here. Right, I knew exactly. you were in the zigzagoon. Yeah, yeah. So I did run the zigzagoon. He was prized, and it, it was all downhill from there. <laughs> there was no yeah. catching up after you evolved, um, but taking home gold. Um, so congratulations on taking you. the first annual um cjc charity tournament uh you know championship so congratulations. Proud to be the first uh, oh for sure i was excited yeah you better be fun. there next year to i would uh, defend, love to defend yeah. that title i would play play on it right um all right so going into the next phase i guess we can talk before we go into your you know your worlds um you know as competitor and a judge um okay. we did have uh, a regionals again um, and I believe that was Liverpool. Mm -hmm. um, you want to, I mean, we yeah. can just high level talk about some of the decks. I mean, um, we did get that, uh, that the, what's it called? The, the control deck that did really well. Um, yeah. And that was I'm, interesting. I'm blanking on names right now. I'm sorry. Chat was going to kill me here. Um, but also, um, Urshifu, uh, like yourself, uh, actually came home and, and took the W uh, in the tournament. Mm -hmm. um, so this is the second regionals that Mew did not win and now it is Urshifu this time around um you just really poised to be pretty dominant right now in the meta with nobody playing the the um uh what's what's his name why am I Manaphy Manaphy yeah that's the card yeah yeah, yeah even Manaphy doesn't feel like it's that big of a 
disadvantage. Mm -hmm. uh, sure, you don't want to see mana fee, but um, if there is a mana fee, you can either target it down and spread later, or um, you can just play around it. it the deck has um, ways to, you know, take care of and wants to be active too. So um, it's. I don't. I don't know. I don't think Manaphy is going to see a ton of uptick. It's definitely going to mm -hmm. see some uptick now that Robin won, uh, which kind of bittersweet. I'm happy to see Urshifu win, but also it's like, keep those secrets, man. Keep right, those secrets. Right. <laughs> so it's almost we've kind of seen a wheel wheel in the last three. So we had Mew win, mm -hmm. and then we had Arceus win because yeah. it had that counter box, and then right. we found the Urshifu to beat the beat that. So do you think Mew yeah, won that paper, wheel? Scissors, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, do we think we're going to yeah. see that coming in? I, I I don't see why it wouldn't. Uh, rock, yeah. paper, scissors formats are usually the more fun, best formats because uh, you got those top three tierish decks that are, um, you know, a little bit above what every, everything else is, the tier twos. But um, the tier two still can sneak in there and do like Ice Rider. Okay. Ice Rider could, could win a tournament. I Ice Rider, we've seen Suicune, what, in Salt Lake City? Oh, yeah. Uh, Suicune make was finals. a great play. Yeah. And then, so, I think yeah. we're in a healthy meta right now, which exactly. I, I love. Yeah. Um, yeah, we also have to shout, shout out uh, what Joe Bernard uh, with going 9-0 with the, the Malamar Inteleon. Yeah, I think, what was it, Malamar Inteleon made it to the finals as well, which I think that was what, Jack, that made made finals? Was it? Okay. I'm, I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, exactly I'm not sure that. I, I kind of loosely looked uh, yesterday because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was visiting with Wesley, so I didn't really get a good chance to. Right. Yeah, with, right. with our tournament uh, going on, I didn't get to really follow it. this one as much as I did Salt Lake City. It didn't uh, help the situation that it wasn't streaming. Um, so there was no like video recap. I'm so sad when they're not streaming. Right. I, I really wanted to see Sanders' uh, Zorar control toolbox. I know. I mean, I, I've seen basically. I mean, he's what the king. Is, he's the king at that. But I, I, it's crazy. I would love to yeah. see that deck in action with like the creator of it knowing exactly what it is. Like, I can take that 60. And I would not make it look as good as it <laughs> For is. For sure. <laughs> Skill cap on that is way too high. Uh, right. I was actually talking to my friend, um, uh, well, James and um, uh, Stoop yeah. this morning. Right. Um, was it this morning or maybe late last night? About... Uh, Robin Schultz's list, um, and I, t I told them both that the skill cap on that deck is way higher than the mm. skill cap on my deck, and I think there's going to be a lot of uh, players that um, take that list and will have very little success with it because right. it, it, it is a very difficult deck to run. Uh, you see the supporter line in his list. It, it was one of, there was no two ofs. It was all right. one ofs. Right. So it, it's like the decision-making uh, process in that uh, list looks insanely difficult. Right. I, I, I wouldn't use it. <laughs> I I don't even know where to start. So mm -hmm. um, no props to everybody that did, did well. Um, sure. Again, it's a shame that we don't get those streaming uh, Pokemon, you know, Twitch streams during um, yeah. during these ones that are not in North America. But, you know, we, sure we have some more pandemic has know. something to do with that. Exactly. I think we're yeah. a little bit looser here in, in the North America area. Yeah, so hopefully we get because they were streaming the regionals pretty regularly before the pandemic, I believe. Mm. Definitely the internationals, but right, um, right. I think we'll come back to that. Hopefully. Um, and it's exciting you know, to see the European players. There's a lot of European players that are just so much fun to watch. Robert right. Schultz and uh, Sander Wojcik, obviously toured. Right. I, I, I haven't got a chance to watch them like with IRL cards. I've seen some of them with their streams. Um, super talented players, but, you know, mm -hmm. um, it, it's something that's in real life oh yeah i'm yeah. in canada nice. at uh regionals like i don't know i think it was the year i was going for the world's invite um i beat pablo mesa earlier in the day and nice um, 
I got matched up with Tord, and uh, I like to coin the phrase Tord stopped because the dude just crushed me. Right. Like it was, it was no, I was just an average Joe. Uh, exactly. This guy's insanely talented. So I, I played Tord actually on the ladder. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, like a, three or four weeks ago he mm -hmm. was playing that uh, he was playing his uh intellian malamar deck uh i was playing mew because i was going for the 2k uh at mm -hmm. the tricky or um full grip yeah um and we i guess i kind of guess i have to take offense because he, he did it insta drop to, to show like what his deck list was because i was a nobody mm -hmm. uh <laughs> but uh i almost beat him it was like one of those uh those yeah. regional bingos if i only had one more turn sure. or, or if he doesn't have boss i was like i'm good if he doesn't have boss and at the very yeah. end he pulls boss i was like oh oh geez but uh no, super it, nice it, humble guy uh it was a pleasure right. to play with him um I he does wait. play at an insanely fast pace but um yeah it, it, it's insane insane how good that guy is right that is our goal to get to to his level <laughs> mm. all right so Let's kind of pivot from uh, regionals going into worlds here. Um, sure. Like we kind of alluded to early in the cast, um, you've played um, as a competitor at the mm -hmm. world stage, and then you've also um, judged at the world stage. And again, mm -hmm. not a lot of people have, can say that they've done both. Yeah, um, no, there's a few. Um, right. There's a few, but yeah, yeah, yeah it's, a, it's, a, it's a neat thing to um, say I've, I've been able to do. Right. And, and so I'm kind of curious since I, we've talked to people that made worlds and done mm -hmm. that, that won worlds um, or, or, you know, a big, big online events. Um, but we haven't talked or and we've also talked to people that were judges in these big events, but never mm -hmm. one of the same. So I want to kind of first and foremost, see what are there, are there any similarities to like a mindset that you need to do to make it in on both levels? Hmm um preparation mm -hmm. i think you need to uh have a um a good preparation for for both uh you, you don't want to go into any event let alone a high level event unprepared um as a judge or a player mm -hmm. so uh when you're going to um you know judging at worlds i want to know what the base rulings are for everything you know it's right. like uh what happens if um you uh attack with shaman and it goes back to your hand but somebody has um 60 hit points left or 30 hit points left and you're both the field is uh wiped at that point like who wins or right where do you go from there so you want to know um you know the basic stuff i would call it basic but um you know uh things that you'll probably see uh preparation i think is a big big factor uh obviously as a player but as a judge too it's, you don't just go to worlds or any event judging an event where um you know you don't have a um, good uh, handle on uh, what the cards do, uh, right. what the rules are, uh, what situations could pop up and will pop up. Um, you know, what happens when um, player plays and both players shuffle their hands into their deck and oops, the dude's already played a supporter that turn. What happens? You know, it's right. like, you want to know where these rulings are without having to um, uh, spend time looking up how to how to rule. Right. So yeah, I'd say preparation. That's a big, yeah. Preparation. That's a huge answer. No, that's 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 a great answer. Um, okay, so let's go into more of the player side first with that preparation mm -hmm. in mind. Um, the grind, I'm sure, is exhausting. Um, are there any strategies <laughs> or tips that you did um, throughout, you know, your world's run to, you know, mm -hmm. grind out those points? Did you get most of your points at local level things, or did you do mm -hmm. uh, bigger events? How, kind of how that like, sure. go down with for you? Uh, it was a mix. Um, I'm not a 
by any means a top tier player. So I'm not, I have, I have no, no right to assume I'm going to get uh, the majority of my points from big events. That's just <laughs> not going to happen with me. Uh, you have to get points from big events to get an invite. Um, but you know, I'm not going to be getting in top eight very often. Um, right. So, um, you know, my strategy that year, uh, I took kind of a year off from judging other than my local store. Um, that was the only time I ever did any um, staffing or judging it was just a, um, the store I play out of or work out of rather. Um, so the plan was that Wesley and I, my son, that mm -hmm. we um, just attend as many events as we can. Let's see where we're at after, you know, half a year. Um, nine months or so and um, hit as many regionals as we can um, and just get points from as many of these events as we can. Um, I think, I don't think either one of us made a day two that year, which is kind of weird um, wow. that we both got an invite without either one of us making a day two. Obviously we're a tie or a win away several times. And right. That's how we got our points several times. We we're just very close to the top and just not close enough, close enough to get points from regionals, but um, uh, we didn't um, make day two that year. Neither one of us, strange, um, but we both got the invite. Uh, we'd, uh, you know, won several cups each. Um, actually, a few times that year, we played each other in top two twice in um, sub cups. One time in Buffalo, and I think one time in Pittsburgh too. Um, he got me both times. Um, <laughs> uh, but so, it, 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 just get as many points as you can from as many events as you can. It's it, you can't as a tier two or three player. It, you have to go to a lot of events. To I think you're a little it. underselling uh, your skill. <laughs> I, I've played you. I've seen what you can do. <laughs> Thanks. But but yeah, the, the point though is yeah, you you definitely need to make you know as many events to be able to get your chance to make worlds. Um, yeah, it just it doesn't just happen. You have right. to plan the year out and kind of. Um, uh, put effort into it it's right. not something you just kind of go oh, i'm halfway through the year let's see um i'll go for my world's invite i know some players have done that um right. they are s tier players uh yeah it's not going to happen with us <laughs> right, exactly um so going into that grind were you kind of more focused on one deck or did you just kind of play the meta as as you've seen it um definitely wasn't focused on one deck throughout the year uh one interesting tidbit was um that year uh i never played Azora arc deck or a Buzzvolt deck the whole year, mm -hmm. like two of the biggest decks. So I, I did not play either one of them. I'm kind of a counter guy right. like to read the meta and counter the meta, or at least, you know, have an answer for the big part of the meta. Um, not that I don't like playing meta decks. Sometimes I do, um, but I just feel I'm a, I'm a better player um, when I am able to um, have an answer for what you're playing. Because uh, if you put me up against a top tier player and I'm, we're both playing the same deck, I'm gonna lose, like no matter what. But if I'm playing something a little more countery, um, you know, I got a shot because I can, Makes um, sense. you know, make my own decisions at that point. So Arceus then is a, a godsend for you. Oh, Arceus, you, you can basically just, you do whatever you want. <laughs> oh, that's such a good card. I just I really like that card. It's fun. It's um, it breathes life into so many decks that you'd never considered being a deck. Delmes, for example. Right. Yeah. Cool. So, I mean, you, you are more that, that, that counter slash fun list. That's maybe yeah. not super. Meta, For example, but... that year I did make the world's um, competition. I got the majority of my points from playing Passimian. Hmm. Passimian and, um, you know, counter stuff. Right. Uh, that was, that was my boy that year. Um, right. I played a lot of Ho-Oh with Kiawe. I think those are the two decks that kind of put me over the top. 
Um, but uh, the deck I got my final points was was Greninja Break. Nice. Um, but, so I was I was all over the board, but um, I, I definitely liked Pacifian that year. Nice, nice. Um, so okay, so uh, again, with these bigger events, um, it, it mm -hmm. is a lot about skill um, on the board, meta calling. Mm -hmm you know the preparation you put ahead of it um yep. but are there any game day tips um not necessarily gameplay um yeah. that maybe that you had because i know going get some sleep full, yeah yeah exactly sleep <laughs> i know going into full grip i didn't bring enough snacks and i definitely hit that wall um, yeah. and then made the change with the whole the cjc and at sure. least i felt sharp because i was continuously snacking throughout the day are there any other like tips like, like sleep yeah uh, it's snacks? basic human function uh, mm -hmm. if, if your body isn't um functioning properly your mind and your game is not going to function properly so yeah bring on um, what i usually do uh you saw my big black backpack yeah uh, i i had like four or five water bottles in there um i had a bag full of uh almonds um some protein bars if i needed them um, right. i don't think i dipped into them that day but i'm always i always have them just in case you know I, I feel that need to get something in my system again right um i'm always hydrated uh i i i went through all four of those water bottles that day um and then yeah the night before get some sleep uh which i'm a hypocrite because i only got four hours of sleep the day <laughs> of our tournament but that was mostly Aww. because james woke me up in the middle of the night panicked because he thought that it was like four hours away or something i don't know oh, geez. but uh it worked out um i guess i had some sleep back from but yeah just rest up um right. and uh don't take the games too seriously have fun uh when people just like stress out about it and just are not having fun I, that, that that to me that's that's right. when you stop playing you know just have fun with it and, there's there's a fine balance between that because i consider mm -hmm. myself a very very competitive player um not sure. just in pokemon but everything um and i'm a very i guess i'm a, I, i'm still having fun but i'm a serious player but i'm not like a rule shark or anything like that so it's not like sure. that but i mean there sometimes it, there is at least for me there is that fun factor with just like the focus you put in there and sometimes oh might absolutely i'm not saying you can't be serious yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, i'm saying you know if you're not having fun you could be as serious as you want to as long as you're still enjoying the game oh for um, sure but yeah just like just take a breath loosen up a little bit and right. you know um you'll, you'll play a lot better when you're calm right um and so i actually do want to give uh ryan our our um church toximeta a uh, shout out because we we've talked many many times but mm -hmm. um going after full grip and because again we didn't have a lot of irl events since we're kind of like that covid generation of players this is the don fan player yes that's the don fan player oh, okay great. um and my biggest thing is like so like with not only just with with like the snacking but after like the full grip i i had a one one match in round four that was very intense and i ended up winning it but it was just like mm -hmm. so much mental effort and then i was exhausted and like the next round i just made a couple mistakes because I was there and and him just like talking me down and actually like the breathing method I did that mm -hmm. against him um and it actually helped me tremendously so even it like mid game it when it's not your turn if you're you know where your board state just sure. take a deep breath calm yourself down um, yeah it, it definitely helps clear mind is um important um when your mind's just cluttered with you know all these negative emotions and thoughts it's it's, it's tough to play uh, right so you know Kind of have to take a step back um, when things are frustrating or things are intense, and just kind of like it, like you said, take a deep breath and uh, recenter yourself and move forward. Right. 
like Pokemon is a, a game where it, it takes huge swings constantly. Um, and, and Salt Lake City was a huge thing with there um, with some of those matchups where it's like, oh, how does this player like counter what just happened to him? It just feels like un- insurmountable. And then he would mm-hmm. do it and it felt the same way on the other side. Um, mm-hmm. And those those top level players can put themselves in that mind space to yeah. not feel the emotion of, oh, this just bad happened to me. How do I get out of it? Or what is like the puzzle that I need to put together right now with the pieces I have? So yeah, there's often a conversation of what separates top level players from like the tier twos and threes. And um, I think that's it. A lot of it has to do with that that internal fortitude, the um, focus, that uh, ability to stay calm and keep um, a level head on your shoulders and uh, process what is around you and just keep moving forward. Right, right. I can't agree more. All right, so you know that's a little bit of talk about you know play your IRL play, um, getting to worlds, kind of just preparation and things that you've done. Um, mm-hmm. Let's talk more about the judging. Um, let's talk a sure. little bit just about your judging career at, in total. Like, what made you start doing it, um, and, and so on Kids. and so forth. Kids, <laughs> yeah. Uh, as as you're aware, I have a um, an offspring. Uh, it's hard to call him a child anywhere when he's got mm-hmm. a beard and he's 20 years old in college. Right. Um, but yeah. Um, so I guess that's that's where I begin. Um, right. Wesley, my son, uh, and I uh, started playing together at home. Um, I'd been pl- I, I played base set through Rocket um, just casually with some friends and my wife. Um, we buy cards and you know we jo- enjoyed the game right. casually at home and in, uh, in um, small settings. Um, but I never really played much TCG um, until he was um, probably about nine years old. Uh, right about the end of Heart Gold Soul Silver, um, he started playing. Um, well, he's playing the video games, and then he wanted some trading cards and uh, realized, oh my gosh, this is a game. Right. I'm like, yeah, it's a game. So, so we bought the trainer kits, we bought um, some starter decks, we started playing at home. We had probably 12 different theme decks and that we just kept playing each other over and over and over again and just loved it um so we started looking for a, a local place to play and we found a place in ashtabula uh that had a ashtabula ohio sorry mm-hmm. um that had a pokemon league where we could go to and play other people so uh long story sort of short played for a while started getting really into the game going to various tournaments around the um uh, Ohio area and right, uh, Pennsylvania area, and um, uh, was asked to um, uh, staff a local event. Uh, I think it was in Pittsburgh. It might have been Butler, and I did that. Okay. And then um, uh, Erie, Pennsylvania, kind of the county I'm, I'm near, um, my hometown. Uh, there was a need for you know organized play up there, so I decided, all right, I'm going to pass my professor test, start the league, and um, we'll run some little tournaments. And from there, um, I was asked to you know judge some bigger events like um, cities, and then bigger events like um, back then, uh, I'm sorry, cities, city championships. They're comparable to what we have league cups now. Okay. Um, it was the old format, and state championships. Um, was kind of an in-between uh, League Cup and a regional. It was a big event. Um, There's a few hundred people at these things, but there wasn't mm-hmm. like several hundred people. Right. So like Ohio States, I judged that one um, numerous times. Um, and then, you know, once you do that, you're asked to judge regionals. Once you do that, you're asked to judge nationals because always, there's always a need for um, uh, good staff. Right. Uh, there's, it's, it's not like they're... There's too many good staff members out there. There's always a need for it. So if they see you're doing a good job here, 
um, your job there, you know, hey, would you mind um, applying to do this event or mind coming to do this event? Um, and you just go from there. Uh, and eventually, you know, um, Wesley had his invitation for Boston and um, we went to Boston for um, his world's competition. And um, they asked if I'd judge some uh, juniors at the world. And I was like, cool, let's do it. Now that sounds awesome. I know there's a lot of um, pretty good talent here locally as far as players and mm -hmm. and players that are kind of just kind of helping up and jumping into the the judging and the sure and all that stuff. You need both. And yeah, and I one think can't that, survive without the other. Exactly. And in, in Chuck and and Sam and, and um, Steve are yeah. all and there are others as well um, that Oh, are great. doing awesome and starting their career in the judging and i, I can't wait to see where they kind of jump off and on that yeah, uh, cool. note as well um, yeah i was so, asked to um i was asked to staff um indianapolis um twice mm -hmm. uh but i uh that's the weekend week of wesley's final exams that we have to move him out of his dorm room so it's really right. shaky i'd still like to attend but i just couldn't commit as a judge this year Oh, unfortunately life sad, gets but... in the way and that's actually yeah like i of... said uh, we're going to try to make it just as players or at least to go to see right. some people we haven't seen in years right um but um it, it's going to be tricky for us yeah exactly so another question this is kind of on both ends how do you mm -hmm. like manage your time for like i like real life career yeah. family sure. all of that and then still have time like how do you pick and choose uh, I have a great wife. <laughs> She's super understanding and um, uh, uh, likes the fact that I'm doing something really cool with our kid. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we've been all over the country as far as, you know, San Francisco to Boston to everywhere else in between. Right. Um, so she's been really cool about that. Um, uh, I'm not saying allowing us to play, but um, she's encouraging us. That's a better right. word. She exactly. encourages us to, to, to play and to do the thing. Um, so she's been awesome um so balancing everything else uh, it's tough um I, I definitely don't get to go to as many pokemon events as i'd like to i was talking to you earlier before the, the <laughs> stream that um I, yeah I, i'd love to attend more events it's just it's hard to find the time um i, I am blessed that i get to um work with pokemon and um I run Pokemon events at the store and stuff, so I, I'm around it at least. I just don't get to play as often as I'd like. Right. Um, but either way, I'm still hanging out with awesome people that were playing an awesome game. So it's a win-win. Oh, for sure. It's um, it is tough to balance. Though. It is. It is. Uh, and, and for me, I mean, I can't wait for my son to start playing because he's seven. He's kind of mm -hmm. like we were talking. So before, exciting. Where he's right, he's near that time where he can start playing. Um, sure. He still needs to get that card handling. And all that, but that will give me more of an excuse Definitely. to go out more often oh, yeah. and play with them, and then just kind of oh, bond over Pokemon. It's that way so too. exciting! I remember our first regionals together, Wesley and I. Um, I think it was Madison, Wisconsin, of all places. Mm -hmm. But it's just it so much fun, right? No, it's I, this little tiny person running around playing Pokemon, so. right? <laughs> it just kind of maybe makes you nervous when they're that young. You're like, oh, yeah. where are they going? But, yeah, yeah. It's kind of just time to fly, little guy. Time to fly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, all right, so one last kind of question I had as far as as just judging. Um, have you mm -hmm. have had any difficult encounters with sure. players? And mm -hmm. there, are the do any of them stand out at like a a, a high level event? High level event. Um, Worlds was 
relatively easy. I, I mean, not easy, but as far as because um, I was just juniors, uh, I think the hardest thing was the language barrier. Mm-hmm. But we had lots of awesome translators that were helping with that. Um, regionals have been pretty good. I, th- I think highest level I've had, you know, the most issue with was was state competitions. Okay. Um, I think Ohio State's was it was a rough few players that just um, you know between. Um, just really trying to gain the system and um, being unfair to other opponents. It's, it's, it's tough. Um, Having to stand up to those kind of players and say, no, this yeah, is not right. for sure. Yeah. And, and uh, making the right call and making sure it's a, the correct um, judgment, the correct, fair, um, fairest way to do it. Uh, yeah. I've had some moments. Um, another rough part has been uh, I've done a lot of uh, junior judging. Mm-hmm. Um, which is the youngest age division. That's uh, typically the ones that are 10 and under. Yeah. And um, it's also the typically the age division you want to carry around a pack of tissues because there's a lot of tears. And um, uh, sometimes it's really tough because um, the kids just are so emotionally involved into it uh, oh. that, you know, it, it, they, they break down. It's been a long day and, you know, just um, a puddle. They're just Right. tears everywhere and um having to deal with that and also sometimes the parents parents can be uh extraordinarily um i don't want to say difficult but uh challenging right because uh, you have the parents that want to you know hover around and helicopter and be there when they really shouldn't be mm-hmm. uh, but you also have um, ones that you know want to protect the kid in every way possible which means you know if my kid's crying it's kind of your fault and uh, <laughs> You know, so it's a hard line yeah, to balance it's, right it's there. It's challenging, um, but you know, it's rewarding too. I mean, it's it's been a lot of fun. Right. No, that's awesome. Um, uh, I mean, I I've had a blast uh, talking to you about a little bit of everything. Um, a little bit. I, yeah. I try to keep it around an hour, hour and a half. Uh, you know, it's it's um, flown by. It's flown by for sure. Um, before mm-hmm. we give you, you know, the goodbyes, I I forgot to mention this at the beginning. Um, but for sports card junction, we did get our, my, my team that I'm representing for the team challenge, um, oh, okay. did get my third team member, or I'm sorry, my second team member, I'm counting myself. Um, uh, and Samantha, she, she made it, the sailor Sphinx cool. got it, uh, got the tournament win. Congratulations. I know she's been uh, pushing Congrats, hard awesome. there and she made it. So I wanted to give her a shout out for sure. Joining myself and Adam, um, we're going to take down t- team Chuck, um, when the time comes, because we have a little bet going on, whatever one of our teams makes mm-hmm. it further, uh, the loser actually is going to get punished. So, <laughs> so it's going to be fun. Oh, both the teams out of Pittsburgh and play. Yeah, yeah. So source? he's playing oh, for so another. Cool. Yeah, so we both made it on a different local team, mm-hmm. um, and so he made it for the Volt. I made it for Sports Car Junction, oh, and awesome. so whatever team makes it the furthest um, will win the bet. If we somehow lose at the same, you know, the same level, we'll play. We'll just have a a pseudo round against each other and yeah, do playoff. the same kind of playoff sure. and, and play for the marbles there. So very cool. Um, Sam, you, you joined the right side. So I'm <laughs> pumped uh, to have you and let's, let's take some, uh, let's take Chuck down. But yeah, good uh, luck in the team challenge. Thank you. Um, actually that, uh, before we actually go and I give you mm-hmm. your shout outs, uh, how are the team challenging going for you? I know you saw my team challenge uh, Matt during the tournament yeah. and you're like, Oh, I love playing in those. Are yeah. you are you on a team? What's what's the deal with uh, your team challenge in, in your store <laughs> slash you? I run the team at my store, and I always end up getting on another team for a different store. <laughs> yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Nice. Yeah, so this is um third time I've qualified uh, for right. a store, so I'll be playing um, for a store this year as well, or this time. Um, 
And then my stores, uh, we've got two winners so far. James was our first winner, James Harris. And our uh, second uh, winner was uh, Leland Bliss. He's um, also a great player. So we're looking um, to have our third teammate this weekend. We've got nice. our third team challenge coming up. Very cool, very cool. Well, I wish your team the best of luck. I wish your stores team the best of luck. Um, yeah. With that being said, um, this is kind of like the time where I'm going to give you the floor for any shout outs or plugs. Uh, shout out your store. Uh, we'll put that in the show notes, um, but the floor is yours. Uh, shout out to In The Zone uh, Gaming in Ashtabiel, Ohio. Um, uh, one of my really good friends, Chris Panzone, owns that store. It's a fantastic uh, hobby shop. They sell board games, um, Pokemon, um, Dungeons and Dragons, Dice, uh, Magic the Gathering. It's just it's, it's just a fun place to be, um, fun place to uh, work with. I work there two nights a week. Nothing's extraordinary, but um, yeah. I run the Pokemon events there, and um, uh, we do a lot of fun stuff there. So, yeah, in the zone, gaming out of Ashtabula, Ohio. Check it out. Definitely do that. Um, I, I appreciate you coming on, uh, talking Pokemon with me. Absolutely. Um, with a little bit of everything. Uh, mm -hmm. It's been a blast. Um, and we'll definitely want to have you on again. Uh, I can't wait to play against you again. Uh, super solid player. Yeah, it's great eyes. meeting all you guys. And yeah, no, for sure. Uh, don't don't make yourself a stranger in this area. When you have a chance, please, oh, I please do Pittsburgh. come down. We, and we, we do need Pittsburgh. We do need to get Steuben down there. Uh, yes. I, I know you're going to listen uh, to this later on, Steuben. And we, we need to meet. Um, if I can't Join make us. it up to your store, you got to come down here um and, and for sure uh you know kind of intermingle the groups because the pokemon the local community is awesome but the broader community um yeah. is where it's at i've met so Everybody's many awesome so cool. people uh through this game already and it's only mm -hmm. been you know since pandemic so what two two years ish um so no I'm, just think I'm of all the people it. you'll meet in the next two years exactly i can't wait mm -hmm. um but with that being said that's going to do it for us on the podcast thank you everybody in chat for hanging out uh, and everybody on Spotify and Apple for listening through. And we'll see you on the next one. See ya. Thanks again for listening to the Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast. Uh, if, as always, if you could do us and future listeners a favor and leave us a like, a rating, or a review on whatever your podcast platform of choice is, it goes a long way to helping out the pod. Plus, Jake, where can you reach us directly? Yeah, you can get me at Pinucks1 on Twitter, as well as Chuck at WatchWimsy and Ryan at ry for gaming You can also reach us on Twitter for the whole Pittsburgh Pokemon podcast at PitPokeyPod. Thanks again, guys and gals. We will see you all next time. See you later.